everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome Tuesday, the fourth day of August, 2020. My name is Nick. Ladies and gentlemen, live from Middleton, Idaho, it is radio's Big J. Good morning, Big J. Good morning. How are you, man? Uh, doing okay. Doing yeah. okay. Hanging in there. Nice. Yeah, studio is sanitized. Uh, feeling pretty good about things. Everything's all right. Got about, I don't know, four hours of sleep last night, so I'm firing on all cylinders, baby. Oh, man. Let's do oh, this. Man. Let's do it. Let's do it. Re- yeah, sleep has become um, elusive once again, but that's okay. I believe uh, Sorry, at some point it will go back to normal. That's ah, okay. It's not your fault. It gives me a chance to uh, play a lot of Madden. That's what I do with my time when I'm up super late. We had a uh, catastrophe here this morning at about 4 o'clock a.m. Full-on cat fight? Uh, well, no, the, the, the kitten uh, and, and one of the other cats the, now has taken to being the bigger brother, and they play a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they were they were running around the house, and um, they they somehow managed to break my coffee maker. What? And and spill water all over the place. One of the cats it was covered in water. Yeah, I don't, we don't know how it happened. But did, it was, so did they knock the coffee maker off the counter? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. God, that's an awful way to wake up. And I'm sure they woke up the whole house, right? Because I mean that can't be yep. quiet. You're right. Chunks yeah. of coffee maker everywhere. You know, I didn't come out here and inspect it, but... Uh, you didn't get up? Catastrophe. <laughs> no, no. But now what are you doing sans coffee? I know you how you need it to survive. I'll, I'll, I'll live. I'll live. I'll live. All right. Okay. Just make it sure. My wife is like, oh, get up and go get your coffee. I'm like, no, it'll, it'll be fine. We'll, we'll live. But I imagine on the agenda for today, buy a new coffee maker, right? Well, I don't know. We'll wait till the light of day to see what happened to it. <laughs> Well, this is what happens when you have a zoo at your house, Big J. Things start yeah. to get out of control. I know. <laughs> but I'm glad that you're okay. That's the important thing. Today on the show, we will play a round of streaming dumbass. I got the movies all picked out, ready to go for Big J. We'll see which one he ends up watching this evening and reviewing for you tomorrow morning. On top of that, we also have a chance for you to win some care packages from us. Uh, we're down to about uh, four masks left of the X collection. More are coming, but it will be well over a week or so before they get here. And so uh, you have an opportunity to win these limited edition masks, and the ones that we get are going to be different than the ones that are here, so they truly are limited edition. And, of course, we also have an opportunity for you to have some fun and play along with important stuff, Pop Culture Smackdown and uh, Bad Impressions and We're Going to Hell and all that stuff. But we also have music for you, so let's play some, shall we? Here's the Foo Fighters. It's the Pretender here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J on the X-Rocks. On The Morning After with Nick and Big J. The coronavirus cases have seemed to, at least for the time being, slow down a touch, which is very, very good news. Yesterday, Idaho reported 259 confirmed cases of COVID-19 on Monday, uh, an additional 26 probable cases, bringing the total since the pandemic began to 20,359, so more than the weekend as expected, but not nearly the numbers that we saw last week. When you bring up the combined cases and probable cases, the total number is 21,675 here in the state, also on Monday. Uh, five new deaths were reported, four in Ada County, the fifth in Twin Falls. Uh, and so that is nice to see as well. Those numbers are slowing down. But the uh, number of 
fun that was uh, cases was AA to still leading the way as it were Canyon County coming in second. So there's that. And so we have to, excuse me, Canyon County came in first. Ada County came in second yesterday. Uh, so only 23 <clears throat> new confirmed cases in Ada County. So that's been a while since the numbers were that low here in Ada County as well. So that's good news. So things are starting to, well, I don't want to say prematurely level off, but at least the numbers are going in the right direction. Yeah, yeah, for Tuesday especially. Right. Well, today's Tuesday. We'll see. That was their Monday's numbers. The four-game series between the St. Louis Cardinals and the Detroit Tigers was supposed to start today, but that series has been postponed because we're up to 13 coronavirus cases in the Cardinals franchise. Uh, General Manager John Mozalek said five of them are asymptomatic. The others have had a variety of symptoms that didn't require hospitalization. Of course, the Cardinals have been in quarantine since Thursday when their series between the Brewers was postponed because of positive tests. And the rumor was, Big J, that a couple of players ended up going to a casino one night after a game, and that's how this whole thing started. They went to a casino, got it there, came back, pretended like everything was fine, and basically broke protocol. It's the same thing that happened with the Marlins, too. Uh, a couple of players left the uh, the hotel when they weren't supposed to, and came back, and boom, you got an outbreak in the clubhouse. And so, once again... People just can't follow the rules, Well, man. listen, uh, here's what we found out. Athletes and super rich ones at that, they're just like us, man. They can't follow directions either. And so uh, that's the issue. Is that that's that's the that's the unfortunately here's what we found out. Uh, the honor system works for crap because there's just people can't be trusted. Whether it's following directions not to stay home, or if they're uh, listen, I'm not feeling great, so I'm going to go to work anyway, or uh, I don't need to wear a mask, so what if I cough? And these are the things that are causing some of the issues. And it's good to know, I suppose, that they're no better than we are. They don't follow directions. Confirmed. Either. <laughs> confirmed. It's confirmed. There's that. Big J, are you excited to watch the one and only Ivan on Disney Plus? Uh, yeah, sure. Do you know what sure. that is? Have yeah, you I think seen it's got Brian Cranston in it. It does. But that's all I know. It's got Brian Cranston in it. It's got Sam Rockwell. It's got uh, Danny DeVito. It's got Angelina Jolie. Whoa. And so they have some fun. It's a story of a very special gorilla, guys. Uh, gorillas so it's, in the, uh, the movie is adapted from a book from the same name which is based on a true story about uh, Ivan who lives in a shopping mall and they decided to bring the story to I guess the small screen so uh, it'll be streaming come this month on Disney Plus so if you want some new content to watch with some big name stars and a gorilla that's got some fun to be had you can watch it uh, Disney Plus, and I guess we need new stuff these days, right? Nothing wrong with new content. Yeah. So get ready. It's coming soon to a small screen near you. It's streaming dumbass on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Going back to the roots the last couple of weeks here on Streaming Dumbass, we haven't left the confides of Netflix, and we refuse to again this week, but every single Tuesday we strip away the stars, the director of the studio that brought UBS, and we're left with just a pretty brief plot description from Netflix. 
And based on that plot description, Big J must select a movie to watch and review for you in 24 hours to let you know whether or not it's worth your time. We call it Streaming Dumbass. And Big J, are you ready to make a decision this morning? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. Uh, All over the place today. Uh, All the films are on Netflix. However, we uh, cross multiple genres depending on which route you're going to take. It depends on which kind of movie you're going to see. Okay? Okay. Movie number one. George, a disgraced British spy, is rehired in secret by his government, which fears that the British Secret Intelligence Service has been compromised by a double agent. Oh, man. Movie number two. A nightclub owner finds himself in over his head with some debts and needs to find a quick way to make some serious cash. So, he decides to hire a hitman to help him win a bet he made with some friends for a lot of money many years ago. And movie number three. When a workaholic young executive's relationship falls apart, she ends up on her Caribbean honeymoon cruise with the last person she ever expected. Oh man, I'm gonna go with movie number two. Movie number uh, two. I think all three of them were pretty we had potential though. All right, uh, you passed on movie number one that was called Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy. Fun to say. Uh, don't know if the movie's any good, however, I haven't watched it. Gary Oldman, Benedict Cumberbatch star in that. You also passed on movie number two called Like Father, that stars Kristen Bell and Kelsey Grammer. That's a Netflix original movie. You will be watching a movie that just showed up on Netflix, although it is fairly old. It is called Killing Hasselhoff, Big J, starring Ken Young, former guest of the morning after, and David Hasselhoff himself. It is on Netflix. It is a movie that has been panned by the writer of the movie, saying it's not the movie he ever wrote and does not (laughs) wish it on anybody, but we'll see if it's any good for you. So Killing Hasselhoff is the name of the movie that Big J will be watching tonight. And he will give us a review of it right around this time tomorrow to let us know if it's worth his time. It's supposed to be a comedy, Big J. We'll see if you find it actually funny. Do you think you'll like it? I don't know. We'll, we'll have to find out. Initial reactions when you found out that was the movie? Uh, it sounds like a good time. I mean, you know, you got a, you got a, a fun premise. So we'll see. Review is coming this time tomorrow here on The Morning After. Important stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Pop quiz, Big J. Are you sick of working from home? Yeah, uh, a little bit, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. How about this for an idea? Book a hotel room, dude. Uh, Several hotels. No. Oh, you can't. No. <laughs> but other people that are stuck at home that aren't positive for coronavirus might be able to. Several hotels across the United States have altered their marketing strategy and are marketing their rooms as office spaces as they are trying to battle their low occupancy rates due to the pandemic. For example, the Best Western Plus. Outside of Minneapolis, guests can book rooms for just $50 from 8 o'clock in the morning till 5 o'clock in the afternoon, which has helped increase the hotel's occupancy to about 60 to 70% every single day, which is way higher than what it was before. Meanwhile, the With Hotel in Brooklyn is partnering with workplace provider Industrious to transform 14 of its rooms on its second floor into just straight-up offices. And prices range from $200 to $275 per day, depending on how many people use the space. Some experts in the hotel industry say the pandemic has dealt the worst hit the industry has ever seen, and so they're trying to come up with creative ways to figure it out. And I ask you, I guess, like, I mean... What would be the difference in you 
leaving your house every day to go to a hotel room and you leaving your house every day to go into your office if nobody was around, right? Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's that's a great question. I mean, maybe trying to separate yourself from uh, your personal life? Other than that, I don't know. I mean, I understand how, yeah, maybe it might be a little bit much and you would increase productivity, but the whole idea of people staying home wasn't to get you into other places. It was to keep you the hell off the streets and out of the... You know, the the traffic of other people. And when you're going into a hotel room every day, you're going to interact with other... I mean, I just... I, I guess I... It seems to me that it would be counterintuitive to what we're trying to tell people to avoid doing. And, yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, if you got 275 bucks burning a hole in your pocket every single day, come see me. I'll talk to you on how to spend that money. Oh, yeah? And I won't charge you but $200 a day for a consulting fee. So let me no, know. Leaving a little, uh, there, a little budget there for something else. That's right. That's nice of you. I'm not a jerk. The uh, the Marlins are set to return today to work after having their games postponed for more than a week due to an outbreak on the team, which at least 18 players tested positive. Derek Jeter was talking yesterday about a false sense of security that was to blame that led the team to ease up on wearing masks and social distancing saying that, quote, traveling every day and being among friends made the people a little bit too comfortable. The Philadelphia Phillies, who also had a week's worth of games postponed because of the Marlins, returned yesterday, so now things are kind of, I guess, they have enough men to field the team, so there's that. Big 12 announced yesterday that the 10-game football schedule is how they're going to do this, in which teams will play nine conference games and one non-conference game. The conference said they'd like to start playing in mid to late September, but they did not give a specific date to start. So we still don't have an idea as to when they're going to get going. Just here's how they're kind of going to do it. Not surprisingly, Netflix is doing just fine during the whole pandemic. They have added 10.9 million subscribers during its second quarter, a rare spot of hope in Hollywood during the pandemic. The VP of Original Films tells a Hollywood reporter that COVID has changed how people want to consume culture and the changes may be permanent. He said there's still going to be plenty of movies that people want to see in the theater, but I just think there's also going to be an awareness that there's super high-quality film available or might not be available in theaters. The choice is not going to be, do I go to the theater or do I watch something in the comfort of my own home? It's going to be, what do I want to watch and where can I find it? If the answers on Netflix are not in the theater, then people will just be watching it on Netflix and be happy about it. I think he's got a point, Big J. Yeah. I mean, you know, there is, uh, but I mean, it's not a new point. Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm not sure it took a pandemic for people to realize that Netflix has original program. Um, it certainly has put more eyeballs on it, which is good, but it, that's kind of always been my strategy. It's not like, okay, do, let, let me weigh this. Do I want to watch Avengers on the big screen or do I want to watch it on Disney Plus? And the answer is not like, you know, which would I rather prefer? It's how can I get access to it the fastest and consume what I want to watch. And it's the same way whether it's original programming or it's uh, a television show. It's like, hey, I want to watch Mystery Science Theater. Where can I access it? Oh, there's new episodes on Netflix. I'm going to go on there. Or, right. hey, I want to watch uh, the new uh, you know, Amazon Prime series, Hunters. Where can I find it? Amazon Prime. That's where I'll go to get it out. So, certainly, I think he has a point where it's going to be more along how do I access this content as opposed to where do I want to consume it. But I don't think he's wrong either where theaters aren't going to go away and neither will Netflix. And that's fine by me, right? 
Yeah, I mean, I don't understand why they can't coexist. They certainly have been, and they will continue. It's just a matter of where can you find the content that you want the most of, and that's probably going to get your money more often than not. Morning After with Nikki Big J. There's your important stuff on the way. We're going to hell. We're headed to China. Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X rocks. Fair warning. This story is not pretty. As we head to China for today's We're Going to Hell story. And I, I don't know if it's... Listen, China's a big place, man. They, they've got a oh, lot yeah. of people there. And so I guess that per capita then the likelihood of having people do weird things, I suppose, is greater. But I can't figure out if there's something going on over there or just the stories of us doing things to ourselves is just not as well publicized as it is in China. I don't know. I don't know. Either way, we've got a story about somebody else putting something where it doesn't belong. Or in this case, putting many, many, many things where they do not belong. Oh, man. Uh, The patient, of course, has not been named. They rarely do in China. But here's what we know. He is a 29-year-old man, and uh, he went to the hospital, Big J, because he was peeing blood. Never a good thing. Well, that's a bad thing. Never, ever, ever a good thing. And he had been peeing blood for 10 days, which is... It's a long time. Bad. I mean, like... Maybe the first day you go to the doctor. <laughs> yeah. And I'm wondering, you know, do you not go because you know what's causing it? And that's probably true. Because this, unlike other uh, situations where, you know, somebody goes to the doctor and has got some real serious stuff going on and they go, I don't know what's going on. This guy came clean right away. And he's like, hey, oh, listen... Man. I've been peeing blood for 10 days. It's not good. And the doctor's like, well, okay, any any reason why you think that would be happening? And he's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure it has something to do with the uh, bunch of magnetic balls I've shoved up inside of me. And they're like, huh? And he's like, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I read on the internet that it was a good thing to do and incredibly it increases the pleasure when you do something or it also was a great way to uh, increase the size of your manlyhood and the doctor's like all those things are false so what he had done is he had placed listen to me 29 magnetic balls like little teeny tiny magnetic balls into his junk right and he thought that was a way to expand him as well as increase the pleasure And so it's a long-ass string of little metal balls that he... You know, listen, there's only one way in and one way out of your junk. You understand? It's like like Reno. I don't think anybody's compared their junk to Reno before. Well done, Big J. And so uh, it is... He he just decided to, to do it. And 29 times over. And so what ended up happening is, you know, these balls, they, they don't have a lot of give. They just form really a straight line. And so they have they went from his urethra, Big J, right into his bladder because they ran out of room. And so what had happened is these balls had ended up piercing the bladder. And so there is where the blood was coming from. And so the doctors had to go in and perform microsurgery to remove all 29 of the metallic metal balls that were inside of his junk. So the beads just stuck together like a long stick and then slid right alongside and just caused a bunch of ruptures along the way. And that's it, man. That's it. Wow. The doctor that performed the surgery, four hours, by the way, to get in there and take them all out, said uh, basically 
there is calcification on the surface of the beads too, meaning uh, they had been in the, the body for a long period of time. He's like, he told me 10 days. He goes, I'm not sure I buy 10 days. Uh, he may have been bleeding for 10 days, but they had been in the body longer than that. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, the man is in stable condition, but will remain in hospital for further treatment. And this gives the doctor a good opportunity to say, listen, as a medical doctor, I recommend do not stick foreign objects inside of you. It's not a good idea, guys. I don't know how many times we have to tell you, but the message is not getting through over there in China, man. Yeah, it's well, it's not. probably because they don't want to, um, you know, uh, it's a very oppressive state in some regards. So they, they maybe they don't talk about those sort of things, I guess. They should. Because too many safety of their own people. Too many people are doing it. Don't like it. And it's one of those stories where, like, it just pains me to talk about. Ugh. Ow, ow, ow. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. It is the X-Rock. The out. SNM 2 is coming out on the 28th. That is Metallica all within my hands here on the morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X-Rocks. I'm sure that's going to get some of your money, Big J, and maybe something else will as well, although I'm not exactly sure how, where you stand. I know where you used no. to be. Uh, but uh, The Simpsons, Big J. You used oh, yeah, to be I know what you're talking about. a gigantic fan, have a tattoo of Homer on your body. Would that still qualify as a fan? Are you still enjoying yeah. new episodes? Do you watch The Simpsons still? No. No, I haven't watched an episode in a while. But you like the older stuff? Yes. But you don't watch reruns either, right? Like you're not watching it on Disney Plus or anything like that? Uh, No, I haven't. But can I interest you in maybe some Simpsons shoes? I don't know. Yes, yes, the the Vans. You're talking about the Vans, right? Yeah, yeah. There's a really cool collection called Vans X The Simpsons as The Simpsons celebrate 30 years on television. And they have teamed up with Vans for not just one or two sneakers, but it looks like a whole damn line of sneakers in the van style of collections. And it's coming out on August 7th. It'll be available for you to purchase. And I do believe I'm going to buy some of these. Now, not not for me, for, for my son. But uh, they've got some pretty cool designs. They've got like an El Barto collection, which has like kind of like a graffiti and street look. They've got the the actual Simpsons collection, which has all the characters on a couple of shoes. They've got Lisa specific stuff. Uh, they've got Mo specific stuff and uh, and bar specific stuff, and then the couch specific stuff. So there's like six or seven different types of shoes that you can buy uh, if you want to grab the Simpsons collection. And so each of them has got some matching clothing that goes along with it, of course. And it all kind of is in that Simpsons motif. Now, I have done some research and I can't find anywhere how much they're going to charge for these. So they could be a pretty penny, depending on the style and size that you want of the Vans. But they certainly look pretty cool. And they they're, it's, you know, a lot of times shoes will have something themed you know, or or inspired by kind of designs, and you know, I remember when Vans put out like a, an old an old school Nintendo inspired design, and I was like, you would have no idea that was anything to do with Nintendo. But these, they're really going all out on, and you really can tell how they're tying the Simpsons into some of these designs. So if you're a fan, I'm guessing at least some of these shoes you probably want to get a hands-on, although I don't know how limited edition they are or how expensive they're going to be, so I don't know how difficult it's going to be for me to actually <laughs> purchase any of these. I've gone to their website, and all it says is to sign up for an email, and I'm like, oh, okay. 
You're not going to give me any kind of did details, you? are you? Yes, I did. I did. I signed up for the email so that I can get it when they go uh, live, which apparently is going to be August the, the 7th, which is coming up quick. So uh, it's Friday, as a matter of fact. So I don't know when it's going to be available. And, and I, I'm also trying to figure out, like, what's my breaking point for it? Like, I mean, I know that uh, that my kid would like these shoes very much and I want to buy them for him. But I also know he's 13, meaning these shoes will last exactly six months before they're too small for his gigantic, you know, feet. And so I have to go, OK, what is a what is the amount of money I will spend on a pair of Vans to get him one of these Simpsons shoes, knowing well that he he won't appreciate them, like he'll treat them like crap, like he does with most of his shoes, and they'll outgrow it, he'll outgrow them fairly quickly. So I'm trying to figure out what that line is, and I haven't gotten there yet. Yeah, with their with their lines of customs things, they don't get crazy expensive. I mean, mm-hmm. you're not looking at like hundreds of dollars. No, no, no. I would not. I but I mean, I'd probably go as high. I mean, listen, the last pair of shoes I bought for him were were fifty dollars and uh and they were they weren't super expensive but they were decent size and i figured i would go up to like 80 maybe 85 to get him some simpsons shoes because those are ones i think he'd appreciate and probably hold on to a little bit more than the other ones but uh i don't know if i'm gonna go much higher than that and i get the feeling that they're probably gonna be in like the 120 150 area if i had nah you don't think so no i i don't if i'm recalling correctly the metallica ones weren't weren't like that were they so, difficult I, to get a hold of did you try uh i didn't try um and, and i don't think that they were difficult uh at the very beginning okay so well you're giving me a little bit a little bit of hope i appreciate that very much any interest on your end or the tattoo of homer enough for you i think the tattoo is enough all right you've done enough plus yeah plus the vans um you know i, I like vans but they're not comfortable for me wearing so uh, I prefer the DC version of the Vans. You need them a little bit wider is what you're saying. The, yeah, yeah, exactly. They're too narrow for your feet. Uh, mm-hmm. I will say this, and it's also a nice way for me to accumulate because it, it was this last weekend, Big J, that, uh, that he wrapped up watching every single episode of The Simpsons on Disney+. Plus. Watched all oh, was that? of the seasons that were on Disney from the very beginning to I don't think the latest season is on there, but up to last year's version of The Simpsons. So 29 seasons of The Simpsons he watched. Now, it took a long time, a very long time to watch them all. But uh, that is something that we have put in the bank courtesy of the quarantine. Every single episode of The Simpsons. Uh, I will say this. It's still very, very funny. But uh, and even every now and again with the newer episodes, it can knock one out of the park. But uh, the middle years and the early years are certainly the best. And so uh, that's going to come out on Friday. So you're ready. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by the Idaho Lottery. Adventure awaits. Play the Idaho Lottery's Idaho Park Scratch Game for your chance to win up to $50,000 or enter to win the Ultimate Adventure Pack. Play the Scratch Game Idaho Parks today and please recreate responsibly, Idaho. It is a time of tension in the United States between uh, the pandemic, social and political issues, and all of these things are making Americans take a little bit more of a break from their social media. A poll of about 2,000 people by Ohio State finds that 56% say they changed their social media habits because of tensions brought on by current U.S. events. 29% say their social media use increased because of these tensions. 20% said they have taken an actual break from social media. 
According to researchers, being constantly immersed in the stressful environment and being overexposed to contentious or traumatic events can make you feel like the world is a less safe place to be. And so, it's not an ideal situation, and that's why more people are saying, yeah, you know what, I'll pass. But what surprised me, I guess, is that more people say they're consuming more social media than people that said they're taking a break. You know what I mean? Yeah, that is kind of strange. 29% said, yeah, give me more. And 20% said, no, I'm good. And so, man, we are gluttons for punishment, aren't we? Yeah, I, I dread even getting on it. Yeah, I try to avoid it, or at least at the very least, I have attempted to clean up my timeline so that I am not inundated with those that are ignorant or, uh, I guess, unrelenting in their way of spewing whatever they want to talk about, and I don't care what it is. If, if all you do is post stuff about things, I'm just like, you know what? No, not interested. Goodbye. Yep, that's a good policy, man. And so uh, I, I don't really have that much of a problem with it. I mean, uh, but, you know, I, well, all I have found is that uh, Twitter is just as bad as Facebook. There is no safe haven when you want to get rid of or away from the the stuff that, that bothers you. If you are annoyed by one aspect of social media, I promise you you'll find it on the other. It's just a matter of time, really. Uh, it doesn't matter. It all depends on who you follow and what you're into. And so only you can control that kind of stuff. And so maybe you should a little bit more. But uh, either way, I don't blame people if they want to spend less time on social media at all. Uh, it certainly is not a bad decision. And if it helps in your mood and your mental health, then I'm all for it. Whatever takes you to that next step, I'm all for it. We have another uh, season-ending injury for a stud baseball player. The Atlanta Braves ace Mike Soroka is out for the rest of the year. He blew up his Achilles tendon last night during a game against the Mets. The injury happened in the third inning when he went down as he broke towards first base to cover after the batter grounded a ball to the first baseman. Uh, It's his 23rd birthday today, man. And he won the Rookie of the Year last year for the NL, and he's the ace of the Braves pitching staff and now he is done for the season with a blown out Achilles and a lot of people are pointing towards once again rushing players onto the field with a very shortened kind of spring training regimen and they're not used to it and you know pitchers especially have to do a whole lot with their bodies in order to make their job do their best I suppose at their job and so now he's done for the year so hopefully he heals up just fine and can bounce back. HBO's In Treatment and TBS's Miracle Workers are returning to California thanks to the state's tax credit program. No word yet on whether uh, whether Gabriel Byrne will return as a psychotherapist in HBO series, but uh, Daniel Radcliffe, Harry Potter himself, is returning to Miracle Workers. Uh, HBO uh, had been filming In Treatment in New York, and they want to take it out west for its latest incarnation. And, uh, of course, I don't know where Miracle Workers was filming, I think up in Canada. And they decided to return to California thanks to some tax breaks. So California trying very hard to woo back a lot of the studios and businesses into the state to go back to doing filming. They have instituted a lot of new tax breaks. Kind of like uh, we talked to, remember we were talking about Breaking Bad down in New Mexico? All the tax breaks that goes into why it makes it smart to film there. California is trying to echo some of that stuff. So the good news is it's working. And all the tax breaks that Idaho wouldn't give the film industry. Yeah, that, that huge studio that was supposed to be out in Nampa that was supposed to be built yeah. out there. Not happening. Yeah, exactly. 
Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff for the 8 o'clock hour. Pop Culture Smackdown. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. And in Pop Culture Smackdown here, we will get you a Morning After prize package. It includes an X-Rox face covering and a, a very limited X-Rox 25th anniversary sticker. Both of these things are very limited. If you want them mailed out to you, free of charge, all you have to do is get on the phone and play a game called Pop Culture Smackdown. Our number is as follows, 208-287-1003. Big J's got some questions for you as related to pop culture. If you get them correct, then I guess it's good news for you, but I got to get one wrong at least. Let's go to the phones and get ourselves a contestant. Good morning, The X. Hello. Hello. You there? Hello. We kind of hear you. Can you hear me? No, let me try. Hello, the X. Hey, good morning. Good morning, man. What's your name? Michael. All right, Michael, you're up first. Good luck. Michael, what does PG stand for in the movie rating, PG? Parental guidance. Right. There you go. That is correct. Um, let's see here, Nick. Yeah. This three-time Daytona 500 winner and current NASCAR analyst was inducted into the NASCAR Hall of Fame last year. I mean, I'll say Jeff Gordon. That is correct. Not not a lot of uh, three-time winners out there. No, I was between Rusty Wallace and Darrell Waltrip and Jeff Gordon. I went with Jeff Gordon. Good choice, good choice. Who played Happy in the movie Happy Gilmore from 1996? Adam Sandler. Right. Adam Sandler's correct. Nick, what living actor has the most acting credits at any of anyone alive or dead, according to IMDb? Hint, he has starred in movies like Big Trouble in Little China, Lethal Weapon 4, and Tango and Cash. I can picture him, but I, I don't know his name. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know his name. Uh, Henry. Henry Wong. You're really close. You're really close. Uh, Henry Wong is a fantastic actor, but it is James Hong. Wrong. James Hong is the right <laughs> answer. He has over 632 credits to his name, both in movies, TV, and in video games, Nick. And it's an incredible. Uh, amount of work that he has done over his career. Indeed. And he played the famous role of what in Big Trouble in Little China, Big J? David Lopan. That's right, David Lopan. Uh, congratulations, Mike. Hang on one second, dude. I'll get some information from you and get those uh, packages off to you today in the mail. And we'll do some headlines. That's coming up next on the X-Rock. For headlines on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Headlines brought to you by Team Mazda, the pre-owned superstore. Check out this website, goteamazda.com. It's where you can get started for your next new or used car adventure, updated inventory, the Fresh Start credit button, payment calculator. It is all there for you to get started on whatever kind of vehicle you want to get into, whether it's a new Mazda 3 or it's a used car, truck, or van. It's all there at goteamazda.com. Go check it out to get started. Headlines are as follows, Big J. Take it easy. Finally, and this is dark. Uh, take it easy. Imagine renting out your house to a few people, only to find out they're holding a party for a lot more. 
Sherry Murphy of Scotland says she rented out her vacation home to a group of seven people, but instead, many more were spotted on the property. She wrote on Facebook that she got a call that about 12 cars were in her property's driveway, and then she then found 10 tents in the backyard, a bunch of fire picks, garbage, furniture from inside the house taken outside, and more. She told the son, quote, it's been upsetting for us. We managed to stop what could have been a lot more damage to our house, but we got a call that there were at least 15 cars in the driveway. We live about an hour away from the property and our hearts just sunk when we arrived. It's not clear what the people were up to, but they found a large axe on an outside table, a long sword on one of the beds inside the house. Jeez. Authorities had to remove the group, but several tents and other items were left behind for the homeowners to clean up. So I'm not sure what kind of weird ritualistic kind of get together they were doing or if it was just like some you know role playing and live action role playing if that's some larp action going on you know what i mean break out the gimp i don't know i don't know what kind of stuff is going on but i guess that's <laughs> part of it with like airbnb or whatever you don't know what the hell's going on inside your house when you're not there no who knows what crazy stuff people are doing when you rent that thing out i guess you just kind of hope for the best and this time in this case it was not the best Finally, or this is dark. This is dark. Did you know that in Japan, you can pay private agents to seduce your spouse? Oh, my God. It's true. No. It's called the We Are Garcia, and the industry took a hit back in 2010 after there was a highly publicized case in which one of these agents named Takishi Kabuara was sentenced for the murder of his love, a woman he'd been paid to seduce. The BBC reports that now, 10 years later, around 270 of these agencies advertise online, and it's pretty big business in Japan. Clients tend to be well-off and pay between $3,000 and $190,000, depending on how complicated the job is. Some hire these agents to seduce their cheating partners away from their lovers while they use them to get a spouse to agree to a divorce. London-based writer Stephanie Scott, who's written a novel loosely based on the case, says that the appeal of the service is that you avoid confrontation with your significant other. It's a way for the short term of resolving a difficult situation without conflict. Basically, you pay somebody to seduce your spouse, you file for divorce, and you're out, and it makes you feel better without being a jerk. I guess the other person gets to be a jerk. Although, you pay a lot of money for them to be a jerk, which seems dirty. Uh, yeah. Because I guess in Japan, it's fairly difficult for divorces to happen unless there's some sort of like infidelity involved. And so hmm. they pay good money to try to get people to seduce their spouses. Weird, right? Yeah. Uh, but apparently you can make a pretty good living if you are a spouse seducer. So... Yeah. I write the resume. Put on there. I'm not sure what how you, you for get... the last five years? I was a seducer of spouses. Yep. But apparently it's a gig. Wrap it up with finally... You shouldn't be reaching out and touching anyone right now, and Murphy's Irish Bar in Spain has banned the Neil Diamond song Sweet Caroline in an effort to curb the spread of COVID-19. The issue is they don't want anybody scream singing along to the classic song, and doing so could spread the coronavirus droplets and get others sick. And also, you know, the whole point about is reaching out, touching me, touching you is part of the chorus, and so they don't want people to do that either. Basically, it's a joke that's gone viral is what it boils down to. But it does right. reference the popular song's lyrics and reads, Due to COVID-19, Sweet Caroline is banned. There will be no touching hands, reaching out, touching me, touching you. And everybody's having a good time with it, Big J. Is this the kind of humor you're here for, Big J? Sure, why not? Uh, on the internet, do you agree with this statement? Banning 
Sweet Caroline? I mean, as a joke, sure, but not for real. You don't want a band for real? You prefer the music no. of Neil Diamond lives on for generations? It, that's probably one of the only Neil Diamond songs I know. Really? You know yeah. you know America, Coming to America, right? There's two. Today. I know two songs. And you know uh, Brother Love, Sweet Traveling, Salvation Show? No. Nope. That was nope. featured in the, in the movie. Yes, you have. It was featured in the movie Once Upon a Time in Hollywood prominently. Didn't hear it. And so there's that. You also, I'm sure, watched all of the Neil Diamond movies out there at some point in your life. Uh, let's see. Orange County is the only one. <laughs> right? But the music is prominently featured in, uh, in uh, no, I, I believe that's Saving Silverman is what you're thinking of. Oh, Saving Silverman. Yeah, there we go. Morning After with Nicky Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on uh, more things than you probably thought. Sure. It's a pretty reckless death by rock and roll here on 100.3. The X rocks. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. And Big J, finally, what we need, more food choices. You understand? Yeah, from from some of our favorite uh, locations and restaurants. And uh, Panera Bread uh, being one of many people's favorite places is uh, combining two of its signature items and uh, bringing it to stores near you. Uh, it is a mashup, Nick, of their broccoli cheddar soup, which is delicious, and the classic mac and cheese to to create broccoli cheddar mac and cheese. <laughs> the new item is the first ever fusion of the two best-selling items for Panera at Home, the chain's consumer packaged goods line. So uh, that is uh, that's a good news for people who would love to throw those things together. Do they do they have other food items available for you to purchase in the stores currently? Uh, yeah, they do have. Life? No, this isn't their first foray. They do have uh, they do have a, a line of stuff, and they're adding this to that. Um, what some of those are, I'm not 100 percent sure. But you know, most restaurants now, for some at some point, if you go through the freezer section, have got uh, little bits and pieces. And um, you know, I, I try. I've tried some things here and there. Uh, I haven't tried the Panera stuff from the freezer section, but I tried the Guy Fieri stuff. Yeah. And your thoughts? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's probably better in person. <laughs> but well, you have never been to Panera Bread. I was going to say, yeah, this is the part where I tell you I've never tried something that's incredibly popular, and I have I have never been to Panera Bread uh, in my life. Not that I haven't driven past one, but I've just never I've never stopped in and actually had anything from there. I don't live, I never really have lived close to one, nor is there one on my way, but like I remember uh, a couple of times I've been en route to something else and saw Panera Bread, but never enough to, to stop. But I haven't heard bad things about it. I just haven't been motivated, I guess, to try. Yeah, it's got some. It's got some healthy stuff there that um, you might want to consider if you're if you're trying to be healthy. But uh, they've got some unhealthy to- things as well, like the like the mac and cheese. They practically have a mac and cheese bar, uh, which is not a bad thing if you ask me. <laughs> I can imagine you would like that. But like, I mean, is it is it sandwiches and like, or is it mostly pasta and soups and that kind of thing? Uh, soups, uh, they've got yes, sandwiches, they've got breakfast, they've got bowls, salads. I mean, uh, they've got the whole shoot and match. Are they most for the famous most for what, though? The mac and cheese? or the I bread, mean- uh, I'm sorry, the soup. The broccoli cheddar soup is one of their most famous okay. uh, items. I do like broccoli cheddar soup. But that's I guess that's the other thing. A lot of times if I'm going, I'm eating on the go, and you can't really eat soup. On the go. Do you know what I mean? That's no, a, you, you have to be. <laughs> you you shouldn't. I mean, I would love to see you try <laughs> drinking it out of a, a styrofoam cup, cup, I guess. 
it's like a cup of noodles or something. But no, I haven't yet. Maybe I will if I'm motivated enough to uh, to try it. Is it Big J? Maybe approved? one day, Nick. Yeah, approved. And maybe one day we can go to lunch there sometime together. Yeah, well, we'll see. If if I get over Corona. <laughs> Morning after with Nick and Big J. We'll do some bad impressions. That's next on the X Rocks. <laughs> Bad impressions. So far, I'm not impressed. Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. Yeah, and for bad impressions of this morning, we'll get you set up with a uh, very limited to Morning After care package for the time being. Uh, X-Rocks 25th anniversary sticker and an X-Rocks face covering that uh, something you should probably consider wearing out and about and uh, help other people stay safe from the coronavirus. So we'll get that sent out to you in the postal service if you can figure out bad impressions. You look good in it. If you would like it, you need to get on the phone, 208-287-1003. That's our phone number. Big J has worked hard to prepare three clues. Each clue points to somebody that is pretty famous. If you can figure out who that famous person that Big J is trying to be over that course of time, then you get the prize coming to you. Hopefully that makes your day. Let's head to the phones and get a contestant. Hello, the X. Yes, sir. Good morning, man. What's up? What's your name? Marshall. All right, Marshall, you're up. Good luck. Okay. I like taters. I need the next one. I was briefly married to Angelina Jolie, and she wore a necklace with my blood in it. Oh, Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah, (laughs) the blood clue is correct. Mm -hmm. Hang on one second, man. We'll get some information from you. What was clue three for giggles? Uh, I've started in things like Sling Blade, Tombstone, and, of course, As Bad Santa. Uh, no mention of Armageddon. But why is Billy Bob Thornton in the news? He is uh, having a birthday today, Nick. How old do you think Billy Bob is? Well, he's got to be in his 50s. I would say 58. He is uh, much older than that, actually. He is uh, he is 65 years old. Well, happy birthday, Billy Bob Thornton. Yep, and he's uh, continuing uh, to uh, work uh, as a part of that show, Goliath, that I have never seen. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's all right. I only watched the first season, but I, I did enjoy it. Uh, and then I, I, not enough to go back to it, clearly. But uh, I thought it was I thought it was pretty dang good, the first season. Anyway, uh, is that what he's, that's all he's up to these days, is Goliath? So far, so far, yeah. Probably probably something here and there. We'll see. Uh, he was great. You, ever, you, you, did you, you watched Fargo, right? Oh, yeah. The yeah. TV show? The first season? Yeah. Yeah, he's fantastic. Yeah, yeah the great. first two seasons are really, really good. I, I haven't gotten around to the third one, though. Also, uh, also fantastic season of Fargo. Also, the uh, the very first guest on The Morning After with Nick and Big J always be a piece of uh, Morning After lore as well. As uh, he was coming he was coming to the, at the time, the Big Easy, right? That's what was happening? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was uh, playing with his band at the Big Easy, and so he agreed to come on the show when we were first getting started way back in 2007. And he was our very first guest that we ever interviewed together. And it was awkward and weird, but it was also the beginning of an era, Big J. So never forget. Ever. Never forget. Good. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We will wrap up the show here next on the x Rock. So latest from Corey Taylor, that is Black Eyes Blue here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. And that's how we're going to wrap up this Tuesday show, fourth day of August 2020. Thanks for hanging out with us, getting up early, making us a part of your morning. We appreciate it more than you know. Big J selected a movie to watch and review for you tonight called Killing Hasselhoff. You'll get the review of it tomorrow morning. We'll have additional chances for you to win some care packages tomorrow as well. And we also had a chance to talk about Panera Bread a lot more than I ever thought we would. 
but it happened. And uh, maybe yeah. it's time to uh, get some Panera Bread today. Do you recommend it, Big J? Yeah, absolutely, man. Go get yourself some uh, broccoli and cheddar cheese soup. Maybe I will. Maybe I will. That leaves you with the floor, sir. Um, yeah, hey, I, good news. The coffee maker is okay uh, after this morning, uh, the early morning catastrophe. I just wanted to let everybody know. I'm sure they're all still listening from 6 a.m. For those that weren't listening at the, the crack of 6 o'clock in the morning, what happened? No, uh, like 4.30 this morning, uh, the kitten and uh, and our other, uh, I guess, adolescent cat, Sirius, uh, they like to play with each other. And uh, so we heard this loud crash and uh, came out here and uh, they had uh, gotten up somehow. I mean, the kitten's tiny and, and she somehow followed Sirius up into where the uh, coffee bar is and knocked over the um the keurig and water was everywhere pieces were everywhere and they slammed into the the blinds it was a it was a mess it was a mess but uh it's all it's all good so it's working fine it functioned great you had a cup of coffee today during the show yeah yeah wonderful and that saves you about 140 dollars. so that doesn't suck either (laughs) Yeah, it does. (laughs) There it is. Uh, Jason Drew is coming in next. You guys have a good one. We will see you tomorrow. It is the X-Rocks.